0: But just before I start, you know what, the last few weeks we've had Ethan Vance speaking and then we had Andy at our party Sunday, which was, you know what, when there's... When God is there, there cannot be any darkness. But, you know, we have heard a few testimonies of people's lives over the past few weeks who've really said, you know what, I heard God speak to me in service. And you know what, they've made decisions in their lives that have been encouraged and strengthened by what they've heard here at church. And even at the conference last weekend, I shared uh, at the start of my message about the power of a testimony. And I'm sure if you're in this room and you've heard a powerful testimony of breakthrough or healing or anything of that, it increases your faith, doesn't it? The power of a testimony is powerful. And I know even when I grew up at home, we always were exposed to what God was doing and anything that was glorifying to God, it was shared. And, you know, I just loved hearing from these people who have said, you know what? I heard God. That message spoke to me. So, if, you, if ever in the Hills Church you've been encouraged or inspired or strengthened and it's helped you make decisions, would you let us know? We're not like saying, This person told me this and I'm going to tell their news in front of church. It's not like that. But you know what? It, uh, there's something that stirs up faith when the power of a testimony is shared. And there's people in this room today who we prayed for not that long ago who's sitting here as miracles. They're not in hospital. They're not ill, they're here, and there's something just so powerful about what what we pray for and what we seek God in, and hearing what he does, it is so mighty. So make sure and share with us anything that uh, you feel God working in your life. But we're starting a new collection of talks today, and it is called Dangerous Prayers. Louise said, I said earlier, get your seatbelts on. I think I've got the most challenging week to share, but it's okay. Are we ready for it? So um, there is a book out called Dangerous Prayers. I haven't read it, so I'm not like reading out of a book right now. This is totally me. But the idea has came from a book that there was a pastor who wrote a book about dangerous prayers that we can speak over our life and pray to God. And we've bre- we're breaking this down over the next three weeks of dangerous prayers. We're going to do today, God search me. Next week, we're going to do God speak to me. And the next week, we're, go- we're doing God send me. And these are quite dangerous prayers because this one today finds us where we're at. So it helps us in our present. But as the week goes on, it's, it's all about getting us into our future well. So I know you're probably in the room and you want your present to be good and you want your future to be good. So these are a few weeks before we enter our Christmas series um, of just getting in and getting deep and gritty with what God has for us. So was that Good. That is good. So I am going to read the scripture and then pray. And I think I would actually love you to read this with me this morning. Is that okay? This is a prayer that David prayed to God. So this is the prayer we're going to say. So this is our first dangerous prayer. Are we ready? It should be on the screen. Psalm 139 verse 23, 24. I'll wait till it's on the screen. Search me, God. Let me hear you. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Let us pray. God, we thank you for your word and God, we pray that your word would speak to us all individually today. God, we don't want to remain the same. We want to keep moving forward and all the things that you have for each of us. So be with us, Lord. Help us be willing for you to uncover whatever you need to uncover in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm not sure if any of you have been back on a plane yet, have you? Since lockdown? Oh, quite a number of you. Well, I haven't, but who knows that going through security is a bit of a handling. Sometimes you kind of get all your baggage off and everything in the belt, and then you have to go through the dreaded scanner. But how often do we know that either the scanner can go off and we have to be brought to the side or sometimes they just say, hey, I don't like the look of that person and bring you to the side anyway. And what happens whenever you get uh, pulled aside by security at the airport? You get a good pat down. Who knows about that? And you're you're out in the open at the side letting everybody else go on through the scanner and everyone who's coming behind you is like, what's going on with this person and watching you be examined and patted down and a very thorough search go on. And sometimes things are found for girls. and um, th- We know the flags, what gets raised, don't we? It's like, you know, when men, it's normally their belts or money. But uh, sometimes we get through scot-free and sometimes we get flagged up with something. You're probably wondering where I'm going with this, but stay with me. But when David was writing this Sam, um, he prayed this prayer to God. And why he actually Uh, wanted to pray this prayer was he had been accused of having wrong motives. So David had been accused of having wrong motives, which can be quite confusing. So what did he do? He went to God and that is what he prayed. Search me God and know my heart. And it got me thinking when we think about this, we should probably ask God on a regular basis to search our hearts. And you know what? There's often times we've gone through the airport and things have been flagged up. And there's times that we've gone through and nothing has been flagged up. But why we get flagged up is it's a protection mechanism for what's going ahead in the plane that nothing dangerous is going to get on that aircraft. And so often in our hearts, things that we don't even aware that has maybe gotten in can take root in our hearts. And that's why David was praying, because he was thinking, is there something in here that is maybe wrong that I am not Aware of. And the truth is, we probably at all times in our life have had a little bit of a heart issue. Not in the natural, well, maybe you have in the natural. We're praying for you for that shoe. But definitely in the spiritual, we can have a little bit of a heart issue at times. Even this weekend, I had to fight against my flesh to not have a heart issue. Because there was people who I don't even know, and because of their actions, I was getting angry. Have you ever seen me angry? <laughs> Peter has. But you know what? I was so going to let what those people were doing and saying and how they were acting have an effect on me, and I don't even know them. And, I ha- and my job isn't to get better about what other people's doing, but it's actually to protect my own heart. Because Proverbs 4, verse 23 says this, Above all else, guard your heart, because everything flows from it. And that's why David wanted God to search him, because he knew the importance of having a pure heart. And that is for us the same as well. It is hugely important in having a pure heart. But David asked God to search him. He hadn't asked God to reveal to him yet, but he says, God, search me first And then David went on to pray. He said, test me and know my anxious thoughts. Basically, test me and know my fears. Now, who would love God and know their fears but not be tested on them? Yeah. So, fears are good and we would just love God to give us a hug and know my fears and surround me and protect me. no. David prayed this, and he prayed this for us well. He said, don't just know my fears, but test me in them. Has anyone been tested in their fears? Yes. Well, this weekend, I was tested in my fears. You would nearly think the Lord was, knew that this was going to be rude. Because, um, as I said, Andy is away in England. And when Andy's away in England, that means I am at home alone. And uh, I always was fine with that when we lived in Eglinton. But since moving to Donovanagh... I'm not so okay with being alone in a big old country house that we have identified there was a mouse, but thankfully there was no mouse in the house. It was on the floorboards. But that was nearly worse because it was smelly and dead. So it's okay. We've I got I got to Yankee Candle and got the plugins and got the sashies and we'll just have a dead mouse in our floorboards until it disintegrates. But anyway, if you know me, I don't really like being alone. So Andy left on Friday morning at 10.30, and I was like, okay, I hadn't really thought much about being left yet, but I just got to deal with it. I've got to face my fears. But who knows about facing fears? David said, test me in them. Five minutes later, who gets tested in our fears? Victoria. So I was at home. I hadn't. Who on a day off gets straight into clothes if you're not doing the school run? Well, I didn't. So here was me in a pink Barbie nightie to give you some context, okay? A pink Barbie nightie. And Andy was literally left five minutes and a car pulls up to my front door. Literally five minutes. And I thought, I don't know this car and I don't know this man. Now, who knows when someone pulls up to your house and you're not really appropriate, do you hide or do you go to the door? It's a very, very hard, it's very, very hard to know what to do, isn't it? So I kind of paced about the living room a little and was like, oh, should I send Ralph? I was like, should I send Ralph to the door? But then I was like, if I send Ralph, like, what's he going to do? So, okay, I just went to the door. And I don't know who's more awkward, me or the man, because it was on and Barbie nighty. <laughs> so when I opened the door and it was all that awkward, oh, is Andy there? And I was like, I don't really know who you are until he was like, oh, Andy rang me at the start of the week to come fix your radiators. I was like, oh, yeah, and then... I heard another, heard another n- noise, the back door was opening. Now I was not expecting anyone on Friday morning, hence me being in my nightie. So I was like, Ralph, go to the back door, see who it is. Was it the cat or was it not closed right? My dad comes waltzing in the back door. He had been driving up the road and seen a strange car pull in and I thought, I'll just go see what's going on here, see if everything's okay. So in the space of five minutes of Andy being left the house, I had two men arrive at both doors of my house. And I was just so overcome by, like, shock. I was like, did you not know to ring me? And this is all in front of the man. And he was like, look, I'll come back. I'll not come today. See you later. And I was like, oh, I know these radiators needs fixed. So he says, have another job. I'll be back in an hour. So I was given the grace period of an hour to get ready. But my fears were already tested within five minutes of Andy being left in the house. And it does get worse, but I'll not go into it. Two more cars arrived. The farmer and a vet and they were out the front too. And then the man came back again and stayed all afternoon. So it was all a bit mad, but I'm here and I got there. But David was prayed this prayer and I got you to pray it too. So not does God know our fears, but test us in them. And it would be so good if we got our fears helped by God, but not actually be tested in them. But that is not the truth. And I heard this and it's, and it's, a ver- it's not a verse, but it's a saying, what we fear most is where we trust God the least. And that's quite potent to me because it got me thinking, what we fear most is where we trust God the least. And God wants our trust and our faith to be in Him. But so often we can let our mind go overdrive thinking, what if, what if, what if? And it'll probably be different for you than it is to me. For me, it's being home alone in a farmhouse but what is it that you could fear today? David David obviously feared not being pleasing to God. That was something to him because he went straight to God and said, search me. But you probably have different fears to me and it could be loneliness or it could be financial or it could be a person or it could be health matters. It could be the future. But my fears weren't fixed overnight because Andy has actually traveled quite a bit. But each time he goes, it gets a little bit easier. And I want to encourage you today, when you're keeping getting tested in your fears, you will get through them. Because fear cannot stop us obeying what God has for us. There is too much that God has for us to to let fear stop us. And if I let fear overcome me, I wouldn't get releasing my husband to what God has called him to be. So not only does fear sometimes stop you being fully called, it can stop those closest around you too. So let's not let fear stop us for obeying God. And the last part is that David says, so he said, search me. So God, search me, see what's inside this heart of mine. And then he said, know my fears, but test me in them. Because David was obviously wanting to overcome some fears that he may have. And to overcome your fears, there must be a little bit of testing. I don't know if it could get any worse. Four cars in like an hour. But I got there. But, you know, whenever we can... He says, "God search me," so that's God searching him. And then he says, "God test me and know my fears." And then he says, "See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way of everlasting life." And that's a little bit like going through the security. It will uncover what's going on inside here. And the the truth is, if we get to that place in security and don't get these things out of our heart, or in real security—you'll not get through onto your destination. We can hold on to things so much in our heart that can stop us getting to our destination if we don't deal with what's going on inside. David's prayer meant he wanted to change, and the thing is, it's easy for God to uncover what's going on in our heart, but the hard part is dealing with it, because so often we can be showing what's going on in our heart but it's really hard sometimes to face up what is going on inside here and say, I'm going to work through it, and I'm going to overcome it. Because sometimes we want to deny that there's anything wrong. We just want to put a plaster on and say, I don't have jealousy, I don't have bitterness, I don't have hatred, I don't have things going on in my heart. But we've got to give God permission to work with what's going on in our hearts. David's a great example for this. That's why I've loved those two verses. I mentioned the plumber came to our house and why? Andy has been bleeding our radiators since almost the moment we moved into our house. But there's been a few radiators that just, no matter how much they're bled, they do not work. And the plumber realized that the water, hot water was getting to the pipes, but it wasn't getting through any further. And why it wasn't getting through any further, the valves were faulty and needed replaced. Hence the man having to leave. So he came and then he left because I wasn't appropriately dressed. And then he came and figure out the problem and then had to leave again and then had to come back again. So, but why he had to leave and come back was he needed to get valves for the radiators because they needed replaced. And the radiator was ineffective because these valves were not working right. And if we know the medical terms of a heart valve, it helps blood flow in the right direction. And when we look at my radiator, there was nothing flowing in any direction because the valve was faulty. And my radiators had to go under a valve replacement. And I think that is a little bit like what goes on in our heart. We're going to need a few valve replacements every now and then of what goes on. Because we can't keep going in the right direction if our valve's faulty, if our valve needs replaced. We we won't The radiator wouldn't be hot and wouldn't work. I'm sure you want to be on fire for God and on fire for your husband or your wife and for your children and want to get things going in the right way and you know what whenever we get these heart replacements we've got a pure heart but the problem is it's getting through the journey of actually God uncovering it and us wanting to work through it you know there's sometimes when you're traveling in an airport you've often got people with you and it leaves them in an awkward position if you don't get through security Because do they stay with you and be loyal, or do they go on ahead? And you know what? We don't want to be stuck at security, needing valve replacements, but not getting them. Because we're not just going to stop us from getting where God wants us, but we're going to stop the people around us from fully getting to where they need to be too. And that can pose the question, band, will you get up to us then, thinking, well, you know what? Am I as far on as I would like to be? Am I going the direction that I want to be in? Am I hot enough? Am I working right? And the thing is, until we ask God to search us and to uncover to us and to work with us, it says in um, the second verse there, it says, then guide me on the road of eternal life. Uncover what's on and then keep me going on the road. And this is, the, this is why this, out of these collection of talks, is the hardest part, because they require some work. And I don't know what goes on in your heart, and I'll never know what goes on in your heart. And we've all, our hearts are all belonging to ourselves. But the nature of life, people come and go. Jobs come and go. Relationships come and go. There's so many different parts of our lives that can end up depositing some some things in our heart that have no room to stay. And that's where we get this prayer from David because he was accused of having a wrong motive. He was accused of, you know, doing something that he wasn't just sure of. But what he did was he went to God. And I'm sure if you're here today, you'll maybe know with me already speaking, or maybe you'll want to go home and have a think of, will God search me, uncover things in my heart? Where do I need a valve replacement? Well, you know what? it is going to be hard, we may not want to admit to what's going on, but you know what, it's between you and God. It doesn't have to be between anyone else, but what is in your heart does matter, because everything flows from what happens in our hearts. And my prayer for you this week is that you would go and that you would do a little bit of homework, or you would go and do a little bit of a valve replacement. If you may not have any, because sometimes we will straight through security, but all our times we get stopped. And sometimes if we stop this week and have a little think and have a prayer to God, even these two verses, I'll reference it again, Psalm 139, 23 to 24. This is the perfect verses for you to look at, to pray for God, to have a look at your heart. And, and over the next couple of weeks, we're going to then ask God to speak to us. And we're going to ask us, God to call us further. But this is where we need to start. Because we need to have a pure heart. We need to have all those valves replaced. So that we can be ready for God to, for us to hear from God, and ready for us to then walk in the fullness that God has for each of us. And there will, there may be things that God will uncover that we can work through and get rid of, so that we can walk in the fullness of what God has for us. So that your family can walk in the fullness that God has for. Us. So that your marriage can walk in the fullness that God has for it this may not be easy this week but i would love for you to take some time to read these scriptures and to have a little chat with god to reveal anything to you that you may be needing a little bit of work on because we know life is tough we know that i can get rattled even by people i don't know by how they respond by how they react and respond but you know what god is there for us and he is willing to work with us He wants to work with you. He wants to replace those valves that are a little bit maybe just rusty or have been there too long or need to be removed and replaced with something else. So stand with me today as I pray for you all this morning. God, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you even though how challenging it may be, Lord, it is for our good and for your good. God, we thank you that you love us so much that you don't want to leave us the way we are. God, this week, would you search our hearts? God, would you even test us in our fears, how hard that may be? And God, would you uncover and lead us in your path of everlasting life. God, uncover anything that is in our heart that is not of you. God, create in us a pure heart. God, create in us a loving heart. God, create in us a forgiving heart. God, create in us a purposeful heart that wants the best for others. God, we thank you for your word, that it is real and that it's relevant. God, we thank you that it speaks to us, that these two verses unpack so much of your word. God, we pray for strength for people who are going to ask God and step out and say, hey God, I'm wanting you to uncover what's going on. God, it may be messy and it may be hard and it may be difficult, but God, would you wrap your arms around them and support them in their ways of getting closer to you and getting closer to what you have for each person in this room. God, I thank you for every person here today. God, I pray that you would encourage them and lift them up, that they would not feel that they have too much going on that you cannot fix. God, we know that you are in the detail of us and that you care about each of us and there is nothing too big or too small for you to handle. So God, we thank you for your word and we pray that today that you would just uncover and lead us on your path of everlasting life. Amen. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hi, hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11am at the Waterside Theatre and we'd love to see you in one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?